G'day folks and welcome to the Pack Show, proudly brought to you by Double Take Sports and the Pig Athletic Club, the show that brings you all the highlights, the lowlights, the reviews, the previews, the news and the interviews from rugby here in Australia and around the world. My name is Jay Bohr and tonight we are back to a full contingent because all the way... <laughs> Technically. Look at this, dialing in. Hey. We have Dossie Boy alongside Dal. Yeah, Doss, how are you, brother? Oh, man, it's working. Yes, how good. How are you, Doss? Oh, I, could, I could cut off at any moment, but God, I miss you guys. Oh, man. Oh, All the man. way from Moresby. <laughs> oh, man, this is absolutely awesome. Dal's loving it. He's Doss finally taller than Doss. Look at that. <laughs> Towering over him. I've got a foot on him. And then also... Uh, to help us out this evening. Hopefully, they oh, go one better that. than they did last week, which means they'll go to rung one. It is yeah. the Battlers. Big fat yeah. Dars and the kill switch himself. Yeah, and his pet corgi, Ryan Freeney. <laughs> How are you, friends? <laughs> <laughs> good, mate. I'm good. I'm fantastic. Oh, good. mate, we've got an absolutely massive show tonight um, ahead of round two in Super Rugby this weekend, which is the Super, Rug uh, Super Round <laughs> Down in Melbourne, we have Rebel skipper Rob Leota. He's going to be dialing in very shortly. There's been massive news stories. There's been absolutely huge highlights from a massive round of uh, uh, Super Rugby in round one. We've also got in anticipation of the Australian Club Championship between the Doggies and Sydney Uni this weekend at the Kennel. We've got Cooper Whiteside from the Doggies and Luke Ratcliffe from uh, Sydney Uni dialing in to have a bit of a yarn about that. We've got our tips and uh, funnily enough, it'll be interesting to see who's on top after that, but... Uh, it's not looking good for you now. <laughs> Stinger. Mate, you that didn't was do too horrendous... well with your tips. No, horrendous no, results. Yeah, horrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Who thought the Crusaders were going to be dusted by that much? Man, yeah. I, I, I said they are going to lose when I saw the team last uh, week, didn't I? You said that to the Litzer. You said that. have you back, Doss. Saying what we're all thinking. He's a man of the people. But let's get straight into it because Rob Leota is going to be joining us in about 13, 14 odd minutes. Um, and as I said, there's plenty of news to get through. And, and first and foremost, we, we have to discuss, we've got our rugby segment later on in the evening, but it's Max Jorgensen, 18-year-old kid, first year out of school, on debut, oh. two tries, six defenders beaten, uh, like 90-plus run metres. Like, this kid they was shouldn't have absolutely Look at it. awesome. <laughs> it wasn't it was just tapping down tries on the wing. It was... Yeah. Like that, that, that's through Alatoa and Valentini, right? Yeah, he bumped off to two of the Wallabies' first pick players to get that first try there. But Dallin, like this kid, he is the real deal. There's no two ways about it. Well, he certainly is. I think just the the composure he showed on the weekend was, was the biggest thing for me. Obviously, he scores two tries, but the moments for me were, you know, exiting out of his own zone, executing brilliant kicks, you know what I mean? Getting his team out of trouble, but just on the big stage at 18 years of age to do what he done, do what he has done has just been... Fantastic. I know it's only one game, but he certainly looks like he's going to be there for a long time. But it's not just, I mean, it is one game in first grade. But, Doss, you would know this. You were coaching Churchy first 15 last year. This is a kid from Joey's down at Sydney who was just absolutely blowing everyone off the park. And to have a kid come out of that schoolboy system where you can be a big fish in a little pond and go straight into doing that, like, it is a very good sign for a very healthy future for Jorgo. Oh, man, massive. And I, I have to agree with Dale. I think what impressed me the most about him was his composure. Uh, fucking lost audio, haven't I? Nah, you're here, man. We heard all of that, Dale. We heard that one, mate. Don't worry. Um, no, he was his, was, his, was his composure. And, you know, you're right. You can. 
I think, um, you know, from what I'm hearing, like there was no one that sort of dominated schoolboy rugby that they've seen since sort of Kurtley Beale. And he's done the same thing. He's come straight, straight first year out of school and he's excelled at, um, and, you know, yes, it's his first game, but man, he's got everything there um, that makes us think that he'll have a, have a real long career. But I, re- I hope that, you know, I hope DC manages him quite well and, you know, doesn't expose him too much at this level because I've just seen it too much before. Um, kids just, you know, it's inevitable that he's going to make mistakes. Yes, that was a great 80 minutes, but the mistakes will come and he's under the spotlight. And yeah, I just hope, and and I'm sure he does, you know, has the right support around him because he's got a long, long time in front of us on TVs. And the thing them. is, I mean, you were talking about the spotlight being on him and hopefully it doesn't burn him out. But this is a kid who... who wants to play the game of rugby. The, uh, the, they were actually able to catch up with him after the game. And he actually said, I think, I think just the love of the game, it's always been the favourite in my eyes. Something just clicked and I just wanted to stay in union for the love of it. So this is a kid who was headhunted by T- Trent Robinson from the Roosters to come. And he has said that. Like, and this dude, his dad played for both the Wallabies and I think the Penny Panthers. So like had both uh, an opportunity to very easily have... Um, a foot in both camps now, but he has clearly signalled that rugby is his game, and that is just such a shot in the arm for the for the game of rugby. Yeah, and I think it's just a, it's just a win for rugby as well. Obviously, you, quite often, you know, we discussed this previously that we lose, you know, what I mean, the other way, and it's good to get one yeah. back. And obviously, we've got we've got a good one in, in Max Jorgensen. Mate, yeah. it's it's sorry, friends. Do you reckon he's got a hint of uh, Dom Shipley about him too? The way he runs, very much nice so. And quick. Yeah, that a little bit like Hunter. Yeah. Man, I tell, I tell you what. And the way the way he moves, like he's obviously he's quite quick, but he looks so balanced, balanced through yeah. his hips. Um, you know, mate, that was Rob Valentini and Alan Alatoa who he ducked under, and then a good quick fend. He's obviously his spatial awareness is pretty good, um, mate. Yeah, pretty impressive, mate. He he's he's a massive star on the rise, so it's good to have him in the game. Um, and then. Out of uh, Michael Atkinson, Channel 9 sports reporter up here, friend of the show, he actually was the one who broke the news that Brett Hodgson has actually been uh, confirmed as the new <laughs> Wallab... <laughs> as, oh, Doss, you're not liking that one. Uh, has been confirmed as the new Wallabies defence coach. So, to, to, for See our, what happens. To play devil's advocate here, Doss, you're clearly not liking this, but to, to play devil's advocate here, look, it, are the skills what that you pick you up say? within it? He he did actually coach alongside Eddie Jones at the at the in 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 England. Um, so they do have that the relationship, and he has actually said that you know they do have a good working relationship. So there is something there to be able to say that it's going to allow Eddie Jones to be able to pick up a team eight months out from a World Cup and maybe hit the ground running without having to form new partnerships. Funny you say um, that. Like uh, Gordon Tallis picked him up. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. That's an argument to be made, but Doss, you clearly don't froth this one. Oh man, I just I don't <laughs> when I I was like I had to check my watch, I was like, is it April first? No, it's March first. Uh, <laughs> um like I I understand and Eddie's he's got a real infinity for league. Um I think he you know, he obviously he understands I guess what they can bring to, to the defensive side of the game, um, which I get, but you know, there was also an article where Eddie said, you know, at this time of year, if there's a coach who doesn't have a job, he's probably not someone that I want to work with. Um, 
Brad Hodgson obviously didn't have a job. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, more than more than that, it's you know, can't even send a link. And 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 I like and I mean, okay, fair enough. If you want to bring him in for the World Cup, and then after the World Cup, let's reassess and let's get someone in. But he's on a two-year deal. He's there for. You know, he's there for at least two years, although contracts these days don't really mean much. Um, but, you know, I would have liked to have seen, I don't know, some promoting part. You know, we talk about grassroots rugby. We talk about promoting our own. Like, it would have been nice to see someone with a few runs on the board. Um, you know, yes, they're going to be, they'll probably be the sacrificial lamb when the World Cup result, if the World Cup result doesn't go our way and an easy way out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to have seen someone who's involved in the game, been given a shot and an opportunity. And that's a fair argument. Yeah. Has he, has he got the runs on the board? Like when was he defense he was, coach with England? Uh, just recently when Eddie Jones got fired. When he got, <laughs> when he got and they lost, they had a shit six nations. Um, he's got a pretty good record with Hull FC. <laughs> Oh, God. Good to have you back, Doss. Um, <laughs> Shots fired, look, man. I love it, man. Look, Coming out firing all cylinders. Let's just see Let's just see how he goes. I'm not a big fan. There we go. There we go. That's it. Only time will tell. And look, Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones is arguably the best rugby coach in the world. It's good to have Doss back, so honestly. What Eddie Jones says, there has to be some validity to it because... Yep. Or... On the flip side, on the flip side, is it that nobody wanted to come and work for Eddie Jones? Makes you think, doesn't it? I makes don't know. you think. It certainly <laughs> makes you think, man. It... Uh, well, there goes Eddie Jones ever coming on the show. <laughs> no, he'll be back. All right, and then just crop, and that, then... Just crop that bit out. <laughs> don't worry, we're not live. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Doss, it's been a while, man. You really had some pent up rage over the off season. Too much beetle nut. <laughs> Um, all right, and then out of that Tars game on the weekend, look, we saw the highs of Max Jorgensen and then we saw the lows of um, Angus Bell. Oh. Uh, Georgina Robinson actually confirming um, what we all sort of thought. He had a big injury with his toe last year, sat out for about five months, and it's been confirmed. The worst, Bell to sit out Super Rugby season, World Cup chances on the edge. Oh. Friends, I know you in particular, you were frothing. That first 20 minutes he played was... Awesome, and it was just yeah. so reminiscent of what we've seen, which made him that the starting loose head prop for all of last year before yeah. he got injured. The scrum battle was good; he was good around the park, and he's just massive, isn't he? I just think he's one of the best loose heads running around the world at the moment um, when he's fit. So, massive blow if we don't get him for the World Cup, and uh, hope he gets, hope he recovers quickly. Oh bloody oath! Because I think we are going to need him, but Big that, time. but that said. Uh, you know, on the other side of the coin, really big signing for the Rebels. Matt Gibbon has actually yeah. uh, re-signed for two years uh, down at the Rebels, which is a you know it's he's going to be partnering alongside. You can't help but think that obviously Nella signing on Das probably helped him make that decision. Oh, that's and that's a good what scrum. is one man's pain in Angus Bell could be another man's gain in Matt Gibbon. Potentially, that could be your Wallaby starting loose head prop come the World Cup. Big fat Das. It's all coming together, isn't it? And, 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 and getting these guys, you know, playing together week in, week out can only strengthen them. Get Nella down there. And, and one. With his tiny little calves. <laughs> <laughs> 
And one thing that uh, Matt Gibbon has on his side as well is that he can play both sides of the scrum. Like, has a preference, but he is a bit of an anomaly, Dale, especially in this day and age, that he can do both pretty bloody well. Yeah, he certainly can. And I feel like what the Rebels have got going on for them at the moment is obviously got some good young kids coming through, but you look at their scrum at the moment, it's, you know, it's, it's Pone, it's, it's Muff, and it's... Um, Cameron Orr? No, sorry, Talakai uh, oh, Muff, yeah. a, a, and Matt Gibbon, right? And yeah. then below that, it, it's Pone, you know, Walisi and um, Cameron Orr as well. So there's, there's plenty of depth here. You add Nella into that mix and... And all of a sudden, you've got a you know world class front row, and it's it's pretty exciting for them. It's going to be absolutely awesome for them. The Rebels are going to be pretty bloody good next year. Hopefully, they can get a, a one or two missing links. I think in their back line just to mm. get a bit of cohesion. Carter Gordon, maybe s- some more minutes is going to be really good for them. And well, if they were able to jag someone like Samu Karevi, that would have been absolutely massive. But Dossie laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but how good is it just seeing his face on the screen? Like I know he's not here, but. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mate. It's that actually it's working really bloody well. Bloody oath. Zachy Considering it just needs to, it needs to be time delayed so Zachy can censor it. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, man. Good. If only. If only. Oh, Oi. No. And no. and yeah. one last thing. All right. <laughs> Let's just get. I was going to bring up the fact that Ian Foster said he's not going to be part of the uh, the uh, coaching. <laughs> The coaching fold for the All Blacks after the World Cup, which means it's wide open for Razor Robertson and Jamie Joseph. And you'd have to say Razor is the man to beat there, friends. But who cares about that? Because joining us all the way from Melbourne in anticipation for the Super Round this coming weekend, we've got Rob Leota. Teddy Ella, what? What is happening? He's in the car. Yes, the boys. Thank you, hey, everyone. What's going on, big punnet? The ah! boys. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, lads. How are we? This is going <laughs> off. Hell yeah, Rob and the boys. How are you, fellas? What's doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, doing? Well, uh, we just we just picked up some. Uh, <laughs> we just picked up some uh, KFC. Some overstay of the airport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate, I would hate to know what's going on with the suspension in that car, man. It would be dragging <laughs> ass. <laughs> Help Jesus. me. Help me. <laughs> Rob, we'll, Rob, while we've got you, we'll start with you, mate. Obviously, uh, the the most recent appointment as the, the Rebel skipper, being a, uh, a Melbourne boy yourself, it must be pretty pretty heartwarming and, and a bit of an honour to be able to, to wear the skipper's armband for the Melbourne Rebels, mate. Yeah, no, it was huge. I think when I was called into the office, um, yeah, I thought I was in trouble, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no, footy uh, just pretty much chatted to me and said um, they had some plans uh, that they were thinking of after that season. Um, I was away from Wallabies, and then um, he sort of put it to me and said, would you want to take the captaincy? And I was uh, probably taken back by it, but... Um, yeah, probably the big part of the reason why I did want to take it was obviously being born in Melbourne um, and the opportunity, you know, to represent my state. And obviously for the younger generation to look to someone that's, you know, born here and obviously the captain of the Rebels. So that was a big part of it. Rob, it's obviously exciting new season for Super Rugby. When can we expect you back and on field? Yeah, hopefully back in May I'm aiming. Um, 
Hopefully the last three games I think I'll be aiming for. So, yeah, on track for May at the moment. But, and yeah, have you brought up... Have you brought Nella down to Melbourne to um, share some Achilles uh, rehab secrets with you? Yeah, you told me. It's like KFC, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Just get a chicken tender, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Rob. Um, 20 Wicked Wings rehab. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a question here from uh, one of your close friends, Molly. Um, wondering why you're called the Green Spot Warrior. I <laughs> uh, just got a birthmark in a certain place. I'm not going to say it, but uh, yeah, it's green. So now that's why they call me the green. <laughs> why, wait, why does Molly know you've got? A- yeah, they grew yeah. up together. They grew up together. Uh, and he also, yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't think you should pick him for your guys' rugby teams as well. He's not good today. <laughs> he also asked, uh, "What car you drive?" Oh, is that right, eh, Molly? That's <laughs> <laughs> stitch up. Oh. Nah, I'm currently job. driving the Uber at the moment. That's for the club license. So I'll try and get that while I'm in rehab. <laughs> Mate, That's uh, why I'm with my Uber driver here. There he is. Friend of the show. Hell yeah. Mate, uh, Molly also asked another question. Um, Jeez. Uh, he says, uh, tell us about you playing with Jacob Eldordi in Growing Up, who is now a Hollywood star. Eldordi. Eldori? Jacob. Eldori. Eldordi. Yeah, I think he's on Euphoria. Yeah. So, um, you used to play footy no, with him? Was, yeah, played in Victoria with him when he moved um, down from Brizzy. Um, but yeah, it was good mates with him. Under 14s, Victoria, 16s. Um, and then he moved up to Brizzy to, uh, I think it was at Nudgy. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think I heard he was sort of dropped out of rugby. He was still in school. And then he used to send me, like, Snapchats of him. Um, he'd be, like, with all these cameras around him. I was like, oh, said he was um, taking up acting. So, yeah, still crazy seeing him uh, go from rugby to the A. <laughs> Mate, it's worked out pretty bloody well for him, to be honest, man. So yeah. I was thinking about stopping playing professional rugby and becoming a movie star as well, but I decided against it. Yeah, um, they, they hired you for the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wanker. Um, but, Rob, I want to ask you, mate, obviously we, the, the massive news just last week was the big horse in the back seat there, uh, uh, Nella signing on to join the Rebels as of next season. You've had some pretty big movements, obviously. Marf's gone down this year as well. Like, you're developing a pretty bloody strong forward pack alongside Pone and Cameron Orr and Jordan Walesi and stuff like that. I mean, it's pretty exciting times at Melbourne HQ, you'd have to say, with some of the movement going on down there. Yeah. uh, It's good having Nella down here now, obviously, for next year, sorry. Um, But, yeah, obviously, we just want to be able to build a winning culture down in Melbourne and... I think it's been a, obviously a really good job from just the staff and, um, you know, just trying to bring down a winning team so we can start fast and obviously see our size in, in the finals, obviously, regularly. So, but I think uh, Nella will probably find himself at KFC more than the rugby team. <laughs> I'm actually pretty upset Muff didn't, uh, Muff didn't get the, give us that exclusive. He should have probably told us about that a bit earlier, I reckon. Who's that? Oh, Marps. Yeah, he should have definitely told us Nella was moving down to Melbourne. Yeah, but he would have said if he's moving to Melbourne, <laughs> Nella would have signed with the force. But, you know. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Now we love you, Marth. Rob, I want to talk to you about the influence that, that Styles he's had since coming in. Obviously, you know, coming from a coaching background, he's moved into an unfamiliar role down there as the list manager. What influence has he had on the group and obviously, you know, the, the, the direction moving forward? Yeah, uh, Styles has been good for us. I think, obviously, since he's come down, he's obviously done a lot of good recruitment for our team. But um, also, we didn't have a scrum coach as well. So, um, obviously, he helps out with our scrums a lot. Pretty much another forwards coach to have, so um, he's you know very versatile on that. I've uh, been able to be our GM and, and do that, so it starts a bit. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that was um. <laughs> You're gonna have to be more specific, um... man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, yeah, but Stars has been good. Um, he's a good man. Um, pretty funny as well. So no, nah, yeah. <laughs> and what, what about footy with his second year in charge obviously he'd be a little bit more relaxed into that role now how's he been leading into the season no footy's been good I think he's been obviously they're living together now bug <laughs> <laughs> beds love it yeah this guy's moving in as well <laughs> um, no he's good uh, I think he's becoming more comfortable in the role you know He's a coach that a lot of the boys really want to play for because I think he, he relates well to the players. Um, and he's just trying to build a winning culture. He just talks a lot about winning this year. Um, something that we're trying to do this year and obviously change a lot of the history. Um, been unsuccessful over the last couple of years, I guess. The coach that the boys want to get up for and, and play well. Yeah, right. Um, mate, uh, actually, the guys sitting next to you, uh, Marv, actually wrote in a question. Uh, he goes, what's your favourite pokey machine? So... Marv. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think my man at the back, he's got a sound he wants to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. He oh, said yeah. six for a game or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Oh, Rob, I want to ask you, mate. Obviously, coming back from an injury uh, is bl- bloody tough unto itself. Let alone in a World Cup year. There's that. Re- there, there is that added pressure that you're probably putting on yourself, but there's also maybe some external pressure from the media, your coaches, and maybe even the higher-ups of the Wallabies and stuff like that. I mean, with that injury, obviously, as you said, you want to come back around May. Uh, I assume that you just want to hit the ground running and make sure you're fit more than anything else. But being a part of that World Cup squad uh, to head over to France in September... I mean, is that the dream is obviously come back, be healthy and then make that squad to be able to head over and, and represent Australia over there, mate? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think probably the, the biggest thing, I just want to be able to come back healthy and not rush um, So, you know, I'm just going to take my time getting a couple games this year, but um, I just want my body to be with you know the injury like doing my killings. Um, <laughs> now I've got another. I mean, having the last two years, 
um, you know, it was a pretty proud moment to be able to represent my country and at a World Cup, you know, it's once every four years, so uh, it's definitely a goal of mine and, um, yeah, but first and foremost, I just want to get my body right. I don't, don't want to rush that and, you know, go from there, I guess. And has there been any communication from Eddie Jones or anyone on his staff in regards to sort of your rehab or what they have in mind for you or anything like that at all? Nah, I haven't actually had much contact, to be honest. I don't know um, if Eddie hears this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's watching. Nah, um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I haven't had much contact. I think it's just trying to aim for me and um, hopefully get some games in. Yoga, you know, um, prove myself <laughs> mate that's absolutely and, awesome so Robin just mate just quickly you've obviously you're obviously captain of the captain of the rebel squad but injured at the moment how do you approach each training day I mean I know you'd be loved you'd love to be out there leading from the front but how how are you making an impact um, at training around the training grounds yeah I think um, obviously when I had a meeting with footy Probably one thing I said before I actually, um, before I even took the captaincy was like, I didn't want to change who I was, especially my character around the team, if if that was going to affect that. And um, he was pretty much like, no, nah, we don't want you to change at all. So um, I think it's just creating the environment, you know, just being able to joke around, um, helping mentor a lot of the younger guys now that are coming through from Victoria as well. Um, but most of all, just, you know, just having a joke, I think it's the biggest thing. But um, whenever I'm gymming or doing my rehab, I'm getting it done and, you know, being able to switch on when it matters. So and just helping to prep the young boys is probably my biggest thing and my biggest goal right now. And, and you spoke about, obviously, that Melbourne connection you've got, Rob, but there's a fair few of you down there and uh, the Birdside boys that you always seem to rep. It's really taken off over the last sort of 12, 18, 24 months, hasn't it? It's something you guys are really getting behind, eh? Yeah. Well, the original ones sort of was like uh, myself, Bonnet, uh, one of our mates that play for Scotland now, the number 12, Sione um, Tupolotu, and Jordan Wallace. So we were sort of like, we used to just muck around and just call call ourselves Burn Boys when we were probably like 21. Um, and then obviously seeing a few of the younger boys come through, like Trevor. Um, and then I think it was that COVID year, just obviously we all grew our mullets out. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it started to sort of take off. Like obviously you guys got around it, uh, rugby.com as well. Um, so we we're pretty thankful. We were very thankful for that. But um, yeah, but. It's a big thing being able to represent, um, and that's just our little way of giving back to Melbourne, I guess, when we when we take that field. Mate, it's and absolutely Nell, awesome. Nell already thinks he's a part of it, running around Townsville all weekend yelling out Burn City. What <laughs> 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 the giggling going on back there? He said he's going to grow a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he's growing it somewhere else. <laughs> the green spot. In the green spot. <laughs> oh, mate. No, that's absolutely awesome, Rob. Mate, we, we appreciate you jumping on and, and getting the boys to, to chime in as well, mate. It's absolutely awesome to be able to get you on the blower 
And, and to see you, you wear your, uh, your Melbourne Rebels colours with pride, mate. You're doing the city bloody proud and the Burn Boys are just absolutely chopping up. So all the best with the rehab, uh, all the best for all the lads in the car with you and all the best with the suspension. Hopefully it makes it all the way home. But in the meantime, <laughs> mate, hope to see you on the field shortly and thanks for tuning in, bro. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers, over. All right. Thank happen? you, everyone. Cheers, boys. Dos, <laughs> How was the weekend, mate, last week? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, ate, ate a bit of ate a bit of McDonald's, but um, <laughs> you be, you be, you behave yourself before I leak some um, leak some exclusive footage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take some money, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, we should knock this on the head before it gets <laughs> it gets yeah, too X-rated. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Rob, thanks for tuning in, brother. Appreciate it, Rob Leota. Wow. Tenny Ella, Tupo, Puna, Marsili, and Alex Murphy. That'd be, that'd be bloody funny. That was good gas. How'd that happen? Gas. It's a shame that we kept lo- we started losing when they kept going through the KFC drive through under that Undercroft thing. That was good, though. A couple of bonus guys in that car, eh? Yeah, well, Whoa. now we can just tick those guys off yeah, the guest yeah. list for this season. We knocked it on the head. <laughs> Mate, that car would be dragging yeah. sparks the whole <laughs> way along the rest of the freeway, mate. All it does. <laughs> Maybe it's just getting oh, towed man. like James Corden with that. No one's driving. Marv doesn't have a license either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I hope so. Do <laughs> Don't worry, no one's watching. <clears throat> um, but uh. the, the best thing about that, Friends, was you could see the pride he has yeah. in being a Melbourne boy, you know what I mean? And it is historic. He's the first Melbourne Rebels skipper to be a Melbourne-based, born-and-raised player. And, yeah. like, you know, they, they sort of took the piss with it. He a was, you know, saying in 2020, there, growing their mullets out, but then, you know, everyone got around it and they're like, oh, it, mate, yeah. if it's, we can do this to represent where we're from. Absolutely. Why not, there's man? A lot of There's a lot of talent that has come out of there, though. Like, even if the guys hasn't made it professional club level, you know, there's, they're scattered through everywhere. Um, so it's good to see... A Melbourne Melbourne boy uh, being captain and giving back a bit, but yeah, they're a funny bunch, aren't they? Mate, and they're, they're growing, man. Big Nellas on the mixer as well. But um, now before we go ahead, Doss, I think you've got to tune out, brother. Is that the case, I mate? I do, boys. Yeah, I got to go. Um, this has been unreal. <laughs> it's been awesome, man. It's been so Something's good. Something's coming. Look Something. at how good it looks, man. Yeah. It actually looks so much. <laughs> it's a good place, microphones. Yeah. yeah, it's probably the closest the mic's ever been to your mouth, Doss. Freddie was looking at just your screen when you were talking, and it's like, no, no, you, you look. Oh yeah, that way. <laughs> <laughs> he's not here. <laughs> but just, no, Doss, it's it. been awesome to get you back in the mixer, mate. You'll be here again next week, yeah. And- I'll be I'll be in Brizzy next weekend, and I'm available pending the arrival of baby number four. Have you got four kids? Now? Um, Nearly. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Is due next week sometime with the fourth. So, if she's not here Wednesday night, then count me in. And then, if not, same setup again. <laughs> yeah, same from setup the, from the yeah, from the hospital room. Yeah, from the martyr. Yeah, just move back yeah. to PNG, mate. He's giving too many kids. Needs a. But he's helping. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get the internet or get a TV or something. <laughs> yeah, now nah, keep buffing, mate. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but Doss, thanks, brother. Love Appreciate you, it, man. Round of applause. Love you, Doss. Hey, Doss. Tar, everybody. One of the greats, man. Absolutely awesome to have Doss back in the mix. Feel <laughs> excited there. Sorry, boys. <laughs> 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 what about when he thought his audio was off? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man. <laughs> Mate, Doss came Whoa. out firing, man. Oh, he was kissing at the bar, wasn't he? <laughs> Oh, oh man, <laughs> that was good gas. Oh. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh mate, absolutely killing it. All right. Um, so as we said, we we do have uh, some of the tips we're going to get into. But before we do that, ladies, once again, as I said, the only way is up for the Battlers bench. Big fat Das and the kill switch. What have you got for us for the Battlers bench this week? Well, uh, first up, I think we'll just throw to a uh, another clip again. The media day down at the Waratahs. Uh, a couple of boys had a bit of fun playing. How well do you know your teammate, Zachy? Our favourite Waratahs players. Oh, and also joining me is uh, Joey Lala. How you doing? How you doing, fam? Good to be back yeah. and back to be good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, my name's Harry Wilson. My name's Mosa Setsuipawazu. So we're going to play a little game. It's called uh, How Well Do You Know Your Teammate? Mm. Let's start with Mosa Where's Harry from? So he was born in uh, Queensland, but he grew up in Freshwater. Is that right? Did he get it? Yeah, he's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. What's his uh, favourite food? His favourite food would be a... You know this, bro. You know this. Go with your gut instinct. A schnitzel. It is, is it a What is it? Japanese mate sushi. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we eat it like five nights a week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I swear we need like a punishment. Yeah. We need like a punishment if he doesn't get it. What do you want to give it? It's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show, man. Far out. All right. Who's his favourite rugby player growing up? Um, yeah, his favourite rugby player is Curly Bill. Yep. Yep, he's got it. So that's two from three. Yeah, yep, two and from three. And the last one. What's his talent outside of rugby? So why are you getting this? His <laughs> talent outside of rugby. Um, on the box lab. <laughs> <laughs> you got this Think outside the square You got oh, this he's, he's good at talking to chicks Is that on fire Now tables are turned Could be in some trouble What's his What's Mosses' hometown Where's he from Melbourne He's from If I'm going to get specific Frankston Okay, one point Gryffindor. Nice, nice. His favourite food. Favourite food. I'm going to say chicken parmigiana. Close, bro. Not really, bro. What was it? (laughs) Close (laughs) steak. Yeah, pasta. That's alright. What's that? One from two? One from two. One from two, boss. One from two. Now, who's his favourite player growing up? Favourite play going on. Jeez. Remember, he's from Melbourne. And don't let that put you off because there's nothing to do with that. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> see, it's tough because he's got a lot of favourites, but I'm going to have a stab. So he used to be a nine. Yeah, yeah. So it's a halfback. Um, Aaron Smith. What's that, two from three? Two from three. Two from three, here we go. To level it up, what's his talent outside of rugby? See, I'd say the same what he said about me. Saturday nights and that. Wait, what, what did you say your talent was? Singing. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. You know what? He does back himself as a good singer, but I didn't think he would put it down. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Well, well, you know, rate him. You know I what? Do rate this, him. I do rate him. You know what? This is the perfect opportunity on here. I reckon this is the perfect opportunity to be able to show off that hidden oh, talent yeah, that he's got. Yeah. Just something. Look, look. You know what? Between us, nobody's not, no, nobody's yeah. here. To be fair, we did him. ask HJH, and he said he backed himself as the best singer at the task. Yeah. yeah fair. Nah, I'm not that great, but it's, like, I like singing. Yeah, yeah. What, what would you say your go-to track would be that you like to sing? Um, what's that one that goes? Pretend like he doesn't know. Yeah, what's that one? <laughs> you know that one that goes. Although we've had. That one is like, yes, girl, I'm in love with you. Oh, Ooh. this ain't the honeymoon. Ooh, <laughs> past the infatuation phase. See how he's making eye contact with me. It was like, wow, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Nah, you know what? That's also that's solid. That's solid. Yeah, was it? How good was that? Cut to halfway at the end there as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put your neck out there, mate. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do the uh, quickly do the Super Rugby Player of the uh, Battler of the Week, and uh, mine is Jeremy Thrush. Yes. How good was that story? Announced his retirement. You must, uh, at the end of, la end during of the last, the off season year. last year, yep. got rid of the mo. So he was serious about it. He got rid of his enforcer mo. He was obviously working at a carny, a carnival somewhere. <laughs> he got the call up, comes out, scores a try, wins a line out. He's right? back. Scores the, the match scores winning Scores the match winning try. And you know what they say? Just when you think you've gotten rid of it, Thrush comes back <laughs> with a vengeance, right? Darcy's <laughs> <laughs> right. been on fire yeah. today. He's on fire. He's back, baby. I'm not talking about it. And, and for you, though, Freens, who was your Super Rugby Battler of the Week? John Alugia. Um, yeah. He's my age. Um, been playing everywhere around the world, finished in France. He was going down to the Brumbies as a scrum coach, and um, the old front row was cursed, gets a tap on the shoulder. There's been a couple of injuries. Then all of a sudden, of course, the um, starting hooker goes down, so he has five to play. Five minutes in. Yeah, five minutes in. <laughs> and he's just like, get <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, yeah, oh, so he had it. to play the whole game. He's, mate, he did well. I love mate, it. Mate, he, he was great. He did really well. He was great, man. <laughs> like, as you yeah. said. And he's just an old battler yeah, who's just come like, down. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, teach you He was that guy. He was that guy that everyone talked about my age that was the guy you never want to run at. Actually, I think he's, is he originally from Melbourne as well? Might that be. could be a fun fact. I'm pretty sure he's from Melbourne. That's a that's a big time pack that, fat, <laughs> fact. Eh? Just no. like, yeah, pretty sure he's from Melbourne. I o think he o is he's actually. Uh, can someone look that up? <laughs> Zach, can you look that up? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, he, yeah, but he was the, he was the guy that everyone was like, "You do not run straight at John yeah. Lugia." Yeah, and, mate. Um, he good to see him. Blokes. Because he played for the Brumbies back in the day. And correct? Tars, I think. And well, Tars, yeah. and um, bit of a bit of a. Journey come all man. the way, journeyman. Come all the way back, and he's back, baby. But that's but that for mine is is like it, it's not necessarily like this is obviously a very unique situation that's happened twice in one weekend. But that that just right there is sort of the value you get from past players moving into those because I think Jeremy Thrush was in an academy role, and I think so is John Alunia. Like They're both in academy, roles both going too. into academy roles, former players as coaches, and. Yeah, I think we even saw it thorny about six years ago, lay yeah. stuff for Queensland country. Like, uh, it, it obviously doesn't happen that regularly, and it's not something you want to have to rely on. But I think it just goes to show that the bridge between former players moving, yeah. transitioning into that, that coaching capacity, yeah. they have a wealth knowledge, of knowledge yeah. that mm. other people 
are not privy to. What about um, you know he was only he only had to, had to have a couple of scrums and um, poor, when poor Angus Bell went off, him and uh, Scoop is it Scoop? Scoop, mate, Scoop, how mate, good they, is Blake Scoop? Mate? They they started working very well together. Um, so he might be getting a couple of call ups this year, I reckon. Mate, absolutely huge, man. And I, I, I'm glad we brought back Battler of the Week because it would be good to be able to have like announce our Battler of the Year. I think we. <laughs> We had a Battler of the Year a few years ago <laughs> out at the Caco that day. Yeah. I think Simon Marley from Brothers won that. I think it was <laughs> Simon Marley, Daylight and the rest, I yeah. think, in regards to Battler of the Year. But this is exactly who we want to highlight. It's not just – but it's not just the pros, you know. You've got your, your good Battlers, you know, the guys that just stick around and, and they just they are just in it for all the right Which reasons. He, he wouldn't have been doing any preseason – or anything either, would he? Or? Jeremy Thrush, I think, he was actually, he wasn't even announced. No one knew who it was going to be until he ran TBC, out yeah. to warm up. I think John was doing a little bit, and I think Thrush was kind of fully out of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but both of them look very fit. Yeah. And both oh, yeah. of them look like a good nick. 100%. Like, yeah. Look, you come on the field, you're like, whoa, where's he been? But yeah. I was looking, I was like, that's John Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a blast from the past. And they yeah. told him what happened. I was like, oh, how It that? always, like, Pinpoints that you always have to keep your footy boots in the back of the car in case yes. <laughs> Uncle Eddie calls you up, right? There's always hope, right? And mate, and, and actually in relation to that too, I mean, we've uh, we're potentially going down to the Brumbies, I think, next week to do another little media day. But how good was that man? just stitching up Mossese and I sing a few that. bars, oh, man. That's so good. Joey Lala, man, he's, he's a good, good addition to he this, man. Good. He is so bloody good, but hopefully we can get down um, to the Brumbies uh, next week to get a bit of content with the boys down there as well. And also, I, I do want to make an announcement that uh, uh, another one of the pack roving reporters, Chainsaw, we all know him from <laughs> <Yes>. Aqua Rugby, <laughs> one of the island boys, he's gonna he's been invited to go down. <laughs> For the media day tomorrow morning in anticipation for Super Round this weekend. So he's going to be there with a mic in hand. He's actually been invited to interview a few of the players. So I don't know what it's going to be with Chainsaw on the spectrum, He's mate. fine, mate. He's on the spectrum, that's for sure. But he will. Um, <laughs> he, he is definitely, he's got good gear. He's, he's, good, he's good chat. Mate, he's, he's, good chat. he's going to come in hot to a few of those Crusaders players. I think he's going to be dropping a few chair bros down to the Kiwi boys. So, to, But, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. We'll be hyping it up. We'll get Chainsaw down there in some of the media day, and you'll be able to see that next week. And hopefully in the coming weeks, some uh, some Brumbies media content too. But now looking forward to this weekend. Before we get into our tips, there's a massive game of footy. The biggest, it, it really should be the largest game on the Australian Club Rugby calendar. That is the Australian Club Championship. And to run through it this weekend, we've got from Sydney Uni joining us, we've got Luke Ratcliffe and from the Doggies, Cooper Whiteside. Lads, how are we? Good Thanks for having me on. Mate, how priv privileged to have you guys here. Now, we'll start with you, Cooper. Uh, you you didn't get to play too much footy last year, but obviously you've been one of the first selected over the last couple of years there at the Kennel, and to come away with the Premiership is one thing, but to come away with an Australian Club Championship, it is played in a weird time of the year with pre-season. You know, a few players aren't going to be there, but what does it mean and what has it meant for the Doggies, especially over the pre-season, and, and has LV really sort of geared you guys up for a big one this weekend? Yeah, definitely. We've uh, we've worked really hard and uh, sort of crammed a lot into a short period of time prepping for this game. And um, I know like, we've only been in the as a West have only been in the club championship once before, and it didn't go so well. So we're looking to 
trying to do a lot better than that one. I played in that game. <laughs> we, we got pumped as Zunko. <laughs> Who was that against? Sydney Uni. Palenka <laughs> <laughs> uh, Howe was just throwing it across the field. Uh, it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> How that? Oh, big fat ass, man. Bringing the heat. And, and Luke, I just want to ask you, uh, before we get into any, um, into any footy stuff, I... You were a late inclusion to be able to have a yarn with us today, and Henry Clooney's Ross, uh, he said, just to give you a bit of info on uh, Luke Ratcliffe starting second row this weekend, he said he has a big ass. he lives with the big German, Zach Von Appen, their house is called Beirut because it's an effing war zone, and he's single. You want to elaborate on that, mate? you want to see the ass, boys? you want to see the Okay. Oh, what a bucket. Yeah, he's got <laughs> That's a, good. A powerhouse. Okay. That's, That's a good, good seat, mate. mate. Yeah, yeah, that is good. The Bunda. He's got a green spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing um, hip thrust in the gym, no bench press or anything. Like that. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Dadzy, for that. Um, I just thought you wanted some a bit more, a bit younger, a bit more relevant to come on the podcast. So that's why I thought you just shamed him off. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it's good. No, but in anticipation of this weekend, uh, Sydney Uni, uh, Big Fat Dars was just saying as well, like, you know, he played you guys, what, 15 or so odd years ago. <laughs> um, and you guys have been to the Australian Club Championship a hell of a lot. Uh, is, is it a, uh, for a club with such a huge history and such a big trophy closet, is, is winning that Australian Club Championship, is it, is it that one rung above? In regards to the shoot shield, it's just a little added extra to be able to get that in the trophy closet too. Um, what what we're kind of talking about is with us, it's like respecting the past. So the boys last year, lots of the boys who aren't playing at the moment, we put in all this effort to become to win the shoot shield, and now we've got an opportunity to go up to Brisbane and play for the club championship. So there's a lot of new boys in this team, and like our main mindset for this weekend is um, honouring what. The, pre- the work that the previous boys have done in the past and playing on the weekend for those previous boys and also for um, the club championship as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of feeling in it. Um, I don't think it's just an added extra. Um, it is a big deal, the club chance for Australia. Um, so, yeah, we're really up for it. And Coops, without giving too much away, obviously a lot of your guys who played in that grand final last year uh, were either Super Rugby players or have gone on to play Super Rugby what can we expect from the lineup, you know, this weekend? Will it will be a little bit different with a lot of new faces. Yeah, definitely a, uh, a couple of new faces, but the team's not quite confirmed yet. I think we might be getting a, a few boys back, which would be handy. But yeah, I'm not 100 sure yet. And then, what about from a playing perspective? Is it a similar style of game you guys will be playing? Yeah, I think more or less, pretty much the same as last year. Luke, mate. Um... From Sydney Uni, you're wearing a Ralph Lauren polo shirt and a bucket hat. <laughs> very on brand. Very Sydney Uni, mate. Are you boys coming the day of, the night before? You're staying at the CACO? What's your What's your itinerary, do you know? Um, so we're coming the morning of because I don't know if some of the boys were trusted to come the yeah. night of on smart, Friday. Smart, they're um, Uni guys. So we're coming the morning of, um, we'll go for a swim and stuff um, in the morning and get on the plane. And then um, I've actually, I believe we're staying at the Ibis Hotel or something. So I don't know what your category of listeners are, but any female listeners after the game, nice. if you want to come to the Ibis Hotel. <laughs> Send the feelers out. You yeah. come... 
come come taste the national premiership. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's throwing it down. He's throwing it down. Ah, he can't stand for that. Where are you staying? Where are you staying Saturday night, Cooper? <laughs> With the trophy. We're going to be back and forth. <laughs> That's good uh, gas. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good gas. Uh, yeah, sorry, Luke. Probably not the platform to be able to. <laughs> it's probably not it's the perfect, best, man. Mate, it's perfect. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> you're not going to get the caliber of humans <laughs> rocking up to the Ibis that you probably want. Never said humans. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> this is just going off the rails, man. Um, Luke, uh, for you, you, you were saying that there's a, new, a lot of new blood coming through this year. And you, you, on top of that as well, you've got semi-new but also old blood. Damien Hill's now been announced as the Sydney Uni coach once again. He's a former coach that's won three on the trot with Uni, gone around the world, coached all over the place. Now he's back to Sydney Uni. What has he done to a side that, it, you know, are current champions? Like, is it... Do you think it's a bit of a poison chalice for him? What does he bring into a side that's won the championship already? Like, you know, the shoot shield. Like, what has he brought that's sort of setting things different apart from Sean Hedger last year? Well, to be honest, he was he was our defence coach last year. So he was involved with everything we did last year. So he kind of knows, well, he knows all the players that are still there, obviously. And he knows, like, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are. So I, we actually haven't changed that much. I I just think he's put his own um, put his own flavor on it. Like, um, definitely prioritizing defense, which is something we did do last year, but it wasn't as much because he was defense coach. But he's come in um, as a as obviously full time coach from Sean Hedger and hasn't needed to change too much, obviously because um, we won. So, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Um, hey, Coops. Um, <laughs> Coops, with uh, the off-field movements uh, from last year, has West got any other notable um, inclusions <laughs> apart from Miley? Um, yeah, Miley Nwamo. Um Who else have you guys got running around at West there? Um, geez, in terms of off-field, if anything, I've sort of lost a few boys, really. Oh, sting. From <laughs> Clubland, from Clubland. <laughs> Do you mean off, like, footy-wise or off, like... No, 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 no. So, so, um, have you guys got any more uh, any new players coming from other clubs to West this year? Oh, sorry, yeah, no. Um, Did I word that badly? <laughs> yeah. You're not the best, friends. I, I think I now understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, a couple of new inclusions. Um, yes. I think the main one for us is um, got a, a ten from Canberra. Um, Got a second rower from from North, uh, oh, Miley, um, Louis Wershon, but yeah, Louis as well. Oh yeah. So That's yeah, a couple of boys. You know, got some depth there, which is really good. So. Oh, and uh, Hunter Thomas is back from uh, Toowoomba Rangers, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> good enthusiasm. <laughs> Perfect amount of enthusiasm, mate. <laughs> he just wants to be involved, you know. Oh, go on, boys. <laughs> And Luke, 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 for you, who who are the key guys, obviously, to get the win besides yourself, obviously, but who who are the key guys to, to lead you guys out this weekend and, and ones to watch? Um, listen, we've got Connor O'Shea. Um, he's been trouble with injuries the past two years, so hasn't played that many games, but um he's had a heap of experience um before his injuries, winning shoot shield premierships and second grade premierships. 
and he's come into this preseason. He's just a different beast. He'll be playing um, 10 and he'll be running us around the park. Um, also, uh, we've got the big German, um, Zach von Appen. He's come back from the Tars to play this weekend because um, he wanted to have a little little trip to Brisbane. Um, he's put on a couple of kilos in Tars preseason and... Um, I live with him and he still scares me. So, um, yeah, it'll be those two are definitely ones to watch. Hell yeah. Well, lads, thanks so much for uh, for, for calling in. It's been absolutely awesome to, to get your thoughts on the Australian Club Championship. And all we can say is best of luck this weekend. Up the doggies. Um, and hopefully you students. both go pretty well. See you boys. Cheers, lads. Cheers, Luke. Round of applause, Luke Ratcliffe and Cooper Whiteside, ladies and gentlemen. That was good. Oh, that was bloody good gas. Hey, was I that? He, un- he was, was a I, character. You're right. Was I um was I that under like you can understand? He <laughs> <laughs> can't even ask the question. I'm going home. <laughs> Wait, can we get what um, my friend Ryan here is trying to ask is yeah, Dars, can you be free to your brain I think I've got it. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, what would you do if I just part like it just died? Can what we move on with our lives? Can we get Ratcliffe on every week? He oh, so mate, good. he was good. Guy. Hello, he's like, and uh, we won. I'm like, yeah, exactly right. awesome. yeah, we didn't have to change much. Yeah. And throwing a shout out for birds to go to the ibis. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Oh, that mate, was good. that was good gas, man. Yeah. That was good gas. Yeah, Henry Clooney's Ross teed that one up, and I'm glad he did because yeah. that was that was a good injection from uh, from Luke Ratcliffe. But um, for anyone <laughs> for anyone who wants to tune in this weekend, live from the kennel um, at 12:30 p.m. Queensland time, uh, the, for the first time ever, the Women's Australian Club Championship will be played uh, between Bond and Gordon, Gordon. the Staggettes, I think they're called. Um, so that should be an absolute corker because that Bond team has a dearth of talent. A lot of Super W players, a lot of Aussie 7s players, or uh, sorry, Queensland 7s players in the mix there. So, mate, they can score a try from anywhere. And then kicking off 2 p.m. local time, that's uh, 2 p.m. Queensland time, uh, the Doggies playing host to Sydney Uni, uh, the students out at uh, Skyfleet Stadium. That'll be a ripper. That'll you going out there, big fat dust? I actually am, actually. Sitting on the hill. I'll be down the other end underneath the fig trees. Like classic. I'm just hoping that uh, <laughs> we're still getting pumped by 30 like we did. <laughs> Man, it was bad. I think it's going to be, be tough. Very, it will be, be tough. Very, like, I mean, it's it's going to be a good game, though. The doggies. The heat. Bring the heat. Bring the heat, baby. I think the, the doggies, yeah, they are. They are missing a few of their, obviously, professional players, but so is Sydney Uni. And at the same token, the doggies, as you said, have roped in a few guys. Louis Wershon, big good. one, mate. Yep. Louis Wershon in the mixer. So that's a good get from the doggies. Elby yeah. knows how to recruit. Man. He God, he yes. goes hard in the paint. Um, all right. Now, in regards to our tips for this week, before we kick things off, you'd be blown away to think that the Battlers are up. But they are. Yeah. It's 1-0 in favour of the Battlers because, as we said last week, uh, they... S- you, the starters and the Battlers selected all along the same lines except for two games, and that was... The Canes versus the Reds. Starters, you guys picked the Reds, and they got whipped. And then the Saders, starters picked the Saders, and Freens... That, that was a late call for me. Freens no, chose the Chiefs over the Saders at home, and they dispatched them comfortably. 27-point win at Orange Theory Stadium or whatever In it's called. In your face, like, boys. In your face. So, look, runs are on the board, and if you're going to select anyone, I guess you've got to go with the fra- favourites, and that's the Battlers. Thank you very much. So, but 
That said, none of our That's multis smuggling. came through. Oh, yeah, none we of didn't our multis no, probably we didn't, we didn't will come through, to be honest, but it is hard to pick against the line. But let's go through this weekend's games, and we'll just get your selections as to what it is, and then we can and bet against it uh, later on. We don't have any graphics this week. You don't have to squint because it's not going to be up there. But we've got the Crus- on Friday night. You've got the Crus- were you trying to enlarge the screen? You've got the Crusaders uh, against the Highlanders. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath, I think you're both going to... Crusaders? Crusaders. You're picking the Crusaders? They'll be angry too, right? All right, they're both Saders. uh, Starters and the Battlers both go on the Saders. And you've got Rebels playing host to the Canes. I think the Rebels are what? Are getting 13 and a half points. So... Or something along those lines. So, can the Rebels at home hold out the Canes? To... Within two tries. I'm going to say, yep. Oh, you're going the Rebels. Yeah. You're backing the Rebels to beat the spread. Yeah. We're going the Rebels too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, really? Okay. You're a burn city baby. Uh, Are we trying to defend our lead by just picking exactly what Dallas <laughs> no, is? No, no. Yeah. The whole thing. I think so. Uh, beware as well that this is, these are some more pack facts. I don't actually know what the spread is, but I think it was about that. Was it? That sounds about right, eh, Zach? Yep. yep. <laughs> <I just gotta laughs> get, What's yeah. that? Yeah. Um, all right. Moana Pacifica playing host to the Chiefs. Ooh. Don't know what the spread is, but. It was 21. 21. 21. Got confirmation. Thank you, Zach. Headphones work. Um, what do we reckon? Do you reckon Moana Pacifica at home can hold the Chiefs out to within three tries? Yes. Yes, we do. Don't we? Yep. We do. Easy. You go on Moana Pacifica? Yep. Chiefs. Yep. The Chiefs. There we go. There's a little divergence there. Uh, the Drew are playing host to the Tars. Oh. So, uh, Dow, last week you were actually saying that the Drew are going to go undefeated at home. And then we actually did these selections before. What about the respawn? And you chose the Tars. But with the line. Ah, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, plus seven and a half to the Drew. So, the Drew are, yeah, are getting seven and a half points. So, at home. They can score a hell of a lot of points. The Tars, disappointing loss on the road. That was such a cracker of a game. It was. Oh, it was a good game. That Moana Pacifica and Drew no, game. No, no. Oh, uh, Brumby's Tars. Brumby's Tars. I reckon every game on the weekend was pretty bloody good, to be honest, in good. their own right. Blues game. Well, Blues were good. Oh, God. <laughs> but that was... Uh, so who are we pack it, uh, picking here? Are we back in tars. the Tars to, to get that one? Mm. Drewer. The Drewer. <laughs> good one, Dal. Yeah. The Drewer. With Lose. a seven and a half start. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that they're not favourites. Yeah. Like at home, that's got to be hard, man. That's got to be Is hard. Is it in Fiji? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You've made that's what we right. originally. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I love Let it be known. Let it. I think Dale's right. Let it be known as well that, as I said, we did make all these selections beforehand. We just didn't have the graphics. Yeah, so yeah, so through thrown. it now just so yeah. we've got a record off it. We're just, <laughs> everyone's just chill. We're just figuring it out, right? Yeah, well, yeah, spread. Yeah. Oh, Growing pains, boys. Growing pains. Uh, Blues versus the Brumbies in Auckland. Brumbies. Brumbies Ooh, plus ten and a half. Ten. Brumbies plus ten and a half, mate. Corey Tudor will score three times. And tries. remember last year, the Brumbies into that final, they only yeah. lost by a point in a semi. You know what I mean? Like, they they can't... Of all the Aussie super rugby sides over the yeah. last few years, they're the side that have done the most damage against the Kiwis. It's a tough one. That's really. probably the hardest But the Blues one, last week put 60 on the Landers. A good side, the Blues. Yeah. They're very good, man. Very, very good. <laughs> I remind you, they, they're a good side. 
<laughs> Brumbies. I'm going to say Blues. <laughs> the Blues and the Brumbies. Yeah, I haven't Brumbies. actually been writing down what their selections were either. Uh, Zach, review this. Neither do we. Done, please. Um, <laughs> it's all over. Don't worry. God, this is just going so well. Um, and then the Force at home to the Reds. Force. Reds plus six and a half. Force. My, oh, so the Reds are favourite, six yep. and a half. Thrush to score the winning try again. Yeah. So Reds negative six and a half. Mm. I'm going to say the Reds. Force. Force. Ooh, this is sexy stuff. It's been a good game. And they're all there are all our tips. We will be putting a multi on just to hopefully get a bit of cash. But in regards to the multi, I, I've got to throw this out to the greater rugby loving public of Australia. So we said last week we wanted to have we're, we're obviously going to have our line tipping and all this sort of stuff. And hopefully, what we can do is try and raise a bit of cash for for anyone around Australia that may need it—a club, a player, an administrator, a coach, volunteer, whatever it may be. We want to give back to the people of Australia. We wanted to get Dow to obviously make a multi every single week, but we have gone across every sports betting app we could possibly find, and we can't find any player markets. Neds doesn't have even didn't even have their fixtures up uh, until last night or whatever it may be. We think Sportsbet doesn't have any player markets. So if anyone knows if there's a betting agency out there that has player markets on rugby in Australia, let us know because we bet on it too. people people will, will bet, on. bet on it. Yeah, uh, like the six people who watch this show. May bet on it, so it's <laughs> worth right. the investment. So let us know. Like we all, we as I said, all we want to do is we want to put a bet on. We want to raise a bit of cash and hopefully give it back to some people in Australia. And we aren't able to do so. So if anyone knows, or if there are, is anyone at a betting agency who can talk to some higher ups, reach out to us and let us know because we'd love to get it going and we'd love to put some dosh down and raise a bit of cash and get a bit of funky. So in the meantime, we can't do that. So, but if anyone knows, please do sing out. Um, alrighty, so <laughs> Battlers, I can't believe you guys got up last week, eh? That's absolutely Easy. massive. <laughs> we bet uh, with our heads, not our heart. That's why. That's yeah. what it is. That's <laughs> what it is. Sure wasn't dumb luck. Um, all right, now uh, it's time for our rugby segment, as we always do, and we'll start with yours, uh, friends, Corey Tool from the Brumbies, mate. Wow, absolutely awesome. Out of the seven set Rapid. up on debut, just like Max Jorgensen, awesome. I forgot. Yeah, Jesus was good. He was um, just so rapid, and I don't think anyone realised how quick he was, and he just kept running around everyone. Um, but it was also it's awesome to watch because we got Jorgensen on uh, one wing, him on the other, and um, how many three tries? I'm going to say three tries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he may as well have held that good. Facts. Yeah, pack facts, baby. <laughs> pack facts, baby. He's my favourite. He's going to be a bolter. He could, mate. But, but remember last year we saw it. The best thing about seeing guys like. We saw uh, Dylan Peach last year come onto the scene, and, and Higgins sat in, I think, Dallin's seat just last year, and he actually said the best thing is you've got a guy who comes in and he's just rapid pace and finishes. Strong, like we, though, as well. And we haven't really had strong. wingers like that in a long time, and this Aussie 7 setup is now developing these players, and it used to be there used to be a great divide between the two, but it's now they're sort of cross like crossing swords, you know, Samu's <laughs> playing, they're going back and forth, Josh Turner's gone over... Uh, Dylan Peach and Corey Toole have come over. Like It's starting to be really homogenous in regards to what we get, and they're developing in different areas of the game that can start to be of benefit to each. So it's really good to see. And Corey Toole, mate, he was, yeah, he was, was absolutely that, that red was his hot. debut. That huh? was his debut. Yeah. That was insane. I, th I think the way the game's moving with the, with the speed of the game, more ball in play now, these type of guys and Jorgensen and... And, and the faster, kind of smaller, nimble guys, you know, we saw Damien McKenzie, like, they're going to start to absolutely run riot. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's the most exciting part. I think we're going to see a lot more of these young kids. Yeah. 
Speaking of Damien McKenzie, Dow, your uh, your rugby from the weekend just gone was mm. DMAC. He was absolutely awesome playing a 10 for the Chiefs. First game back from Japan. Obviously spent some time over there with Suntory. And I don't necessarily like him at, at 10. You know what I mean? I think he, he's a better 15. But on the weekend, he was just outstanding. Barely missed a kick. Just organised and, and directed his team around the park so well. And... You know, orchestrated. You know, in my opinion, one of the, one of the you know, the biggest defeats in the, in the last couple of years. Like just tailing up a Crusader side at home was it? Mm. At home, at home. So do you, do you reckon he go at, at um, putting his hand up for run on ten with Mitch Mwanga? Nah, no. I think he's just, he, he's, he's just that utility for them. I think he's in the squad somewhere. So Cover so many yeah. positions. Yeah. So good. Absolutely awesome, D Mac man. Um, and sp- yours, big fat Das Taniello de Rakuto. From the Drua, mate. Let's just go through his week, right? Monday, he was in the Drua development player. Tuesday, media day. Wednesday, signed short-term, full-time contract. Thursday, first time ever on a plane. Friday, did his captain's run. Saturday, Drua debut and scores winning try. How good's that? <laughs> right? Mate. First, first time ever on a plane. Went from development player signing. What a week, right? Oof. That is good. a huge week, week, mate. But... He just, they just respawn, eh? They just respawn and draw. <laughs> just, oh, we lost Hambossi next minute, Rakua, and just smang, smokes it. Absolutely Straight killing in. it, man. Yeah, He's yeah. A, confidence too. an absolute gun and just an absolute finisher, man. Like, yeah. that try at the end was just the whole side, just all in the mix, <laughs> man. It was just so good. <laughs> so good. That game was so awesome to yeah. watch, man. And it was – the best thing about it was, uh, granted the Drua won, but Moana Pacifica, like – They've come along in leaps and bounds, man. Yeah. And guys like Christian Lee, Afano and stuff like that, they're all starting to get their combos together. Like, mate, they're going to cause a hell of a lot of headaches this year. Both those sides. Um, Doss isn't with us right now, but his uh, rugby from round one of Super Rugby goes to Sean Stevenson, who, I mean, it is. It, it boggles the mind. Like any other country, he's probably played 30-odd tests already. Um, for New Zealand, he's been awesome for the Chiefs for the better part of two or three years. Mm. You know, when you had guys like Sean Stevenson, like the back three was like Sean Wainui, um, Sean Stevenson and, you know, Damian McKenzie, and they were just carving everyone up. Like they were absolutely awesome. Now he's been given that 15 jersey. And mate, he was so good on Saturday, on, on Friday night. So good on Friday night. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see Sean Stevenson in that All Black squad. It would, mate. Yeah. It would be just as earth for a bloke who's put in the hard yards. Um, man, I'm sweating my oh, yeah. It's so hot. Back of my knees. I'm trying not to move forward because I just see all the sweat. Yeah, man. Glad I'm wearing black. Um, and then my rugby from the weekend just gone. I mean, okay. we just wax lyrical about one ba- uh, one winger. One back three player, and then there's Mark Talia. What did he s- score? Two tries, set up yeah. about 50 others. 240 run meters or something, which is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We were just, we couldn't stop talking about Max Jorgensen getting 93 run meters, and this yeah. guy That's rugby goes league two and numbers, a half. Right? It is, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. Like, yeah. they're, they're good rugby league numbers, mate. <laughs> yeah. Like, every, if someone has a 240 meter run yeah. game, they're like, all right, man, the match. But, mate, it. He's so Every devastating touch, hey, too, mate. Ridiculous. He'd like, he'd like get through a gap and then he'd fend the guy backwards and propel himself forward. Like he was just just and bunting through offloads, guys, offloads, yeah, those off, dudes, yeah. and that intercept. Like, mate, he it, 
The All Blacks always seem to, every single year, they just blood a new winger who is unbelievable. It's like Savea, then Nehi Milnaskata, the then Waisaki Naholo, and then Ben Smith. And then, like, it's just... And you just get this guy who comes along on the wing and just kills it. And yeah. it happens to be every four years they just get this <laughs> yeah. winger who just kicks everyone's ass. And then they're like, all right, see ya. So, hopefully, Mark Talia sticks around because he is so sick. But, mate, he's... Well and truly put one. his hand up, be man. another one that just pops up and he'd just be just as good. <laughs> they just keep coming. <laughs> they just have a conveyor belt that's uh, absolutely awesome outside backs. The there, bus, man. Julian Severe, he, he's still there. Yeah, he's he. still scoring tries. Yep. Still, Mate, people mate. don't remember how Endeavor, insane yeah. he was because yeah. he was, what, 20 when he made his debut or something for the All Blacks. And his winning... So his scoring, tri- scoring record was, like, f- on par with matches played. And he's... Something like 50-something tests and 48 tries. Like, he was, like, that 2015 World Cup, he was just destroying everyone, man. Like, he was the most dominant dude in the world. And also in that World Cup, they just blooded this young kid called Nehi Milner-Scudder, who just... (laughs) They know how to do it down there in New Zealand, man. Keep coming. (laughs) It is ridiculous. (laughs) Every year. (laughs) Alrighty, well that rounds out this week's episode of the Pack Rugby Show. It's been absolutely awesome to bring it to you all. Thanks again, again to Rob Leo, to Alex Murphy, Ponifa Amasili, Taniella Tupo, Luke Radcliffe, and Cooper Whiteside for calling in. It's been an absolute privilege. Doss as well for calling in. Dallin, as as per usual. Big fat Dars and Freeney and Zachy Boy on the ones and twos. We couldn't do it without you. But in the meantime, stay safe, have an awesome weekend, enjoy the footy, and we'll see you next week. Ciao.